0: What's up, everybody? It's Athea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I'm super excited. We're jumping into an important subject today. Um, We're talking about the benefit of sobriety, which you might be surprised to see that title, given how much I kind of dump on the whole concept of sobriety. But I'm going to get into all that and explain why. Um, I wanted to take a moment and remind you that if you are looking for Just a little bit more help in this journey. We always talk about the book, The Last Relapse. The reason we do that is not to be annoying, but we just get so much positive feedback about this book that we wanna offer you resources that are gonna be useful and it just seems like this one is helping a lot of people. But we also have a private Facebook community and I'm gonna start doing monthly trainings in there. I actually did my first one this month, it was amazing. We had such a cool, like, just incredible response and it was really cool just hearing questions from some of you guys. Uh, I know some of you that are listening are in that group, and I would just encourage you to join it. If, if you haven't already, it's called Deep Clean Inner Circle. There's a link to it in the show notes if you'd like to join. And this is really just gonna give you a great chance to, number one, build some community with other guys who are like-minded, pursuing freedom just like you. But the second thing it's gonna do is it's gonna give you a chance to learn a little bit more as we do in-depth trainings there. Uh, we'll be offering resources as they become available. We often give priority to our mailing list, our social media following, and our Facebook groups. And I know that's a little bit unfair to you podcast listeners, but the main reason is because we have to record these episodes. Uh, usually it's at least a week in advance. Sometimes it's two weeks. And so because of that, um, you know, we, just, we have to kind of plan these things out. And obviously if I were to release something um, today, let's say it's coming out today, This episode just doesn't go live far enough in advance. So we obviously do some things because we can plan things ahead, but it doesn't always work out that way. So if you wanna just get notified about trainings and new resources and all that kind of stuff, really Deep Clean Inner Circle is a great way to do exactly that, and the link is in the show notes. Now, like I said, today we're talking about the great benefit of sobriety, and I will frame this by briefly sharing my thoughts on sobriety and the whole concept because it is a very popular Addiction term, and if there's one thing that we can learn in today's society of social media and likes and comments and shares, is that just because something is popular doesn't mean it is accurate, just because something is famous or viral doesn't make it true. Um, It certainly indicates that it's resonating with people in some capacity, and there is credibility that comes from that. I'm not trying to deny it altogether, but you and I have to be a little bit more discerning than that, and I I feel like sobriety is this term that's become very commonly associated with the addiction conversation, and I I just don't see a lot of benefits. I I do acknowledge that there's there's something powerful about saying yeah I've been sober for ten years. I've been sober for three days. You know whatever it might be. I think sobriety is awesome. Uh, I'm not against it, but I guess the issue that I have with it. Is that sobriety tends to really focus on the behavior. Where I hear the subject of sobriety coming up, it is typically discussing or addressing I have not watched porn, I have not drank alcohol, I haven't smoked whatever it might be in X number of days, months, or years. And those are good ways to measure. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I would just say that, you know. When your emphasis is simply on disengaging the behavior or the substance, you've really only won half the battle. In fact, we have a pretty good portion of our clients that maybe are not necessarily watching porn anymore, but they're still miserable. Their relationships are still struggling. They are sober, but they are not free. And freedom is when you have actually had inner transformation that leads to external outcomes, inner transformation that leads to external outcomes or external breakthrough. It's a very different approach, but it makes a huge difference. Now, I'm not going to go into freedom today because we've done episodes on that. I think I did an episode on that quite recently, actually. So I'm not going to get into that too much, but I did want to talk about what I think sobriety is, and why it does actually have a benefit. And I think I think for this conversation, for the next few minutes, you could probably use the word sobriety and freedom interchangeably, but I'm going to use the word sobriety. One of the complaints that I have, I mean, not, not a complaint, I suppose, but one of the things that I've, I've certainly observed and, and contemplated on and long to improve is the way that Christians are discussing subjects of sexuality right because i grew up in conservative christian church and we did not have conversations about sex it was it was so taboo and the conversations we did have about it were you know they were kind of embarrassing they were just so piddly and non-descriptive and not practical and not useful and one of the main reasons was because the conversation revolved a lot around the rules it was don't do this or do this now, I understand why. I mean, when, when you were talking with adolescents, right? Like the adolescent brain can only really comprehend so much as far as abstract kind of conceptual ideas go. I mean, the ad- adolescents really understand the lines. They understand black and white and they, they make a decision whether or not they want to be on the black side or the white side of the line, so to speak. That is constantly what you're doing as an adolescent. But the the part that's been missing in the church conversations is why. Why are these lines drawn in the places they're drawn? Why is it that if you step onto the black, quote unquote, why is it that that's such a problem when it seems to offer the pleasures of the world? And people do not explain the why well enough often to convince or compel adolescents to actually stick to the path. Stick to the white, stick to the, the lines that God has set for us and stay within them. Not because we don't know what they are, but because we don't understand why they're there. I remember going through this, uh, certainly with sexuality and sex before marriage and all that kind of stuff. And in my, my worst times when I was addicted to porn, I remember thinking, I can't wait until I'm 18 and I can drive. And I don't have to live in the home anymore. I'm going to go hire a prostitute. I'm going to go buy some sex because I was so, I was just so eager to have that experience after watching it on a screen for, you know, whatever it was, six, seven years that I was kind of planning, like I was scheming how I was going to experience it. And, you know, thank God, like those are, that was just like a very, uh, addicted adolescent brain talking, but nonetheless, you know, um, those were the kinds of things that, that were getting planted in me because I had nowhere to actually have a conversation and get some proper education on the subject of sex and certainly in a faith context. Uh, another, another area where I guess I went through this a little bit, and this will be a very useful parallel, was with drinking. So, you know, the Christian doctrine says that drunkenness is a sin. That's what the Bible says. It's crystal clear. There's really no mincing words about it. And... For me, growing up in high school, drinking was just normal. Like by the time my friends were 13, 14, 15, they were all curious about alcohol and how to smuggle their parents' drinks. And, you know, my parents didn't drink. Um, They started drinking wine when I was probably in my 20s, but like they didn't even have wine in the house and certainly no beer, no liquor, nothing. So I didn't really get it. I didn't get why, like, they were so intrigued with, you know, getting into their parents' alcohol cabinet and whatever. But that was sort of the thing, and it became this social thing, and um, you know we were all Christians, we all went to Christian school together. Uh, but drunkenness somehow just kind of you know slipped through the cracks. That was kind of okay to to engage in that, and obviously we all knew it was wrong. And the more I thought about it, and thought about um, you know why I, I it was hard to it was hard to really understand like why is drunkenness a sin when you know um, I saw all my friends getting drunk and. They seem to have fun. They seem to have a good time. I was the good kid in high school. I I mean, somehow I got invited to all the parties, but I never drank. Um, I just didn't, it didn't interest me. And I also felt like I wanted to honor that morality. And then in grade 12, I broke. Um, I don't really remember why I broke. I just thought I want to try it. But I can guarantee you if somebody would have explained to me why, why drunkenness is a sin, I probably would have thought twice in my grade 12 year. But Anyway, that's that's my story and that was the decision I made. And, you know, uh, eventually I, I committed my life to God probably, um, it wasn't that long after, like two or three years after and stopped drinking irresponsibly and, um, you know, that's kind of part of my story is like I could get rid of the alcohol, but I couldn't get rid of the porn and that's that's why I do what I do today and that's why Deep Clean exists. But I guess in my, in my I don't know, my ex- exploration and discovery and trying to work these things out, I... I just reached the conclusion that for me, porn addiction, um, sorry, alcohol, alcohol is a problem because when you engage in alcohol beyond you know what's appropriate, so whatever, your body can metabolize about a drink per hour. So when you start to pass that, you begin to do things you wouldn't normally do, right? Liquid courage. And what that tells me is that we, we start to make decisions we wouldn't ordinarily make. We have exited our present. We have exited our normal, conscious, authentic selves. And so we say things we wouldn't normally say. We do things we wouldn't normally do. Sometimes it's to do things that we've wanted to do, but we're not able to. And so you think, well, if I, if I did something that was good for me, but I did it under the influence of alcohol, how is that a bad thing when it was something that was good for me? The reason that's a bad thing is because you are designed to do those things in your sober, present mind. The issue is that you are not becoming any anymore the person God made you to be when you can only make good decisions or, or make courageous decisions when you're under the influence of something else. That is not our design. It's not your design. And so the greatest benefit of sobriety is that sobriety keeps you present And it actually permits you to be your most authentic self. When you are under the influence of any substance, any behavior, any oppressing spirit or person, you are no longer able to be your full authentic self. You cannot make decisions. You cannot be courageous. You cannot take bold, radical steps or make any kinds of steps in general that are true to who you are and the person God made you to be. Because you are now under the influence of something else. When when you and I are walking in perfect alignment, when we're in perfect synchrony with God, it means that every step that we take is, is authentic and true to the people that he made us to be. And so the greatest danger of lacking sobriety is the absence of presence. It is that we are not present or not true to ourselves. So this is why drunkenness is a sin. And I wish somebody would have told me that. It would have been really helpful. It would have have helped me understand, hey, alcohol is actually a crutch that stops people from developing into the person God made them to be. It can become addictive later. It leads to worse decisions. Obviously, there's some of those more obvious things. But I, I wish somebody would have explained that why to me. And this is where, you know, again, whether we're talking about freedom or sobriety, one of the greatest benefactors is that you and I become bold, courageous within our authentic selves, apart from the influence of anything. We don't need a quick shot. You know, we don't need a quick hit of porn to to calm our systems down. It's just within the, the person, within the body that God has given us, you and I can experience the fullness of everything he intended For our lives. That is the greatest benefit of sobriety. I wanted to share that with you today because I want to remind you this whole thing about being present. Sometimes it's just a statement that sounds so out there, you know, and everyone's saying it and it can lose its value. That is, it's a big deal. It is the biggest deal. Nothing matters more in this world than being present. And so I want to encourage you and I want to remind you that your pursuit of being present, your pursuit, of getting free of porn, your journey to recovery, all of it leads to you becoming that person capable of radical, courageous, bold decisions that are not just courageous, radical, and bold, but they are authentic. It's about you becoming that person who makes those decisions, who does those things. It's why asking what changes in your life when you get free of porn is so powerful because it starts to uh, unlock a visual of who that person is that you will become sure there's things you're going to do there might be stuff that you have but what's most interesting and most compelling is the person that you will become the person that god made you to be and i will not i will not allow you to settle for anything less that's why this is a daily podcast that's why i wrote a book that's why we are regularly putting uh, content out on media we have a weekly newsletter all of it is designed to help you become the person God made you to be so that we can extend his kingdom and that we can bring him more glory. And if that's something you're on board with, then I wanna thank you for listening. I wanna encourage you to leave a rating or a review for this podcast. If you haven't got a, a copy of The Last Relapse yet, there's a link in the show notes for that. You can get a free download. I just want to thank you guys for listening, and I want to remind yourself, you being your absolute authentic self today, it's the best thing you can do for society, it's the best thing you can do to extend this kingdom, and it's the best thing you can do to become the person God made you to be. God bless you guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery.